Welcome to Creative Resolutions in Action, a podcast that dives into the real world of Manitoba with a mixture of smart conversation, expert advice, behind-the-scenes stories, and straight talk from leaders in government, business, industry, academia, and civil society. Creative Resolutions in Action, Manitobans Building Strong Communities. Today, we have the great pleasure of speaking with Lisa Prime. Lisa is a planner, she is an environmentalist, and she is an expert on resiliency and building strong communities. Recently, we were very fortunate to have Lisa um, agree to come to Manitoba and work with us on the Regional Growth Management and Servicing Plan. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, it's just great to have you. Um, Lisa, you know, I've read your bio so many times and you've done some amazing work in your career. And I'm just wondering for, you know, for the listeners, what is one of the things you're most proud about? I think I'm proud uh, when my project work can include innovative policy and working on collaboration, bringing partnerships together for community development. Uh, some of my project experience has been large scale, um, but I really get excited about opportunities to work together with people. Oh, that's excellent. And I think one of the things that I think is so remarkable is the work you've done in partnership with the development community. And when you worked on Toronto Waterfront, I mean, you did some amazingly innovative uh, things there. Like, give us an example of the scale of some of that work you did on Toronto Waterfront. Oh, sure. I mean, today you see the Don River being built. Um, the Mouth of the Don uh, project was um, significant. 800 acres in the Portland area in Toronto's waterfront, brownfields, right close to downtown, um, getting approvals in place for that project and the due diligence around being able to do a project like that at a scale um, that's substantial and a huge benefit for the city. Oh, that's Very for exciting. sure. And as you did the the Don River project, the the waterfront project, and I know you have extensive experience working in conservation and watershed planning, and I'm just wondering, like, what are the importance of working with partners, like working with a development community and different levels yeah. of government, and why is that important to you? I think you know the opportunity to um, bring folks together on uh, a shared benefit and find ways to um, improve processes. Um, but also improve performance and the objectives you're trying to do in, in this world of a sort of climate change-based city planning approach um, is super important. So you do a better job of working together and finding those right tools and levers to support the development community um, than you do working against them. So that's that's kind of my perspective. So when we reached out to talk with you a little bit about the um, the plan, the you know the Winnipeg Metropolitan Region's Growth Management and Servicing Plan, and I, I asked you what your thoughts were on it, and also on the opportunity to work on this with us. Um, I just wondered, what are your? Can you give us some thoughts on this project? Look, I think the opportunity to create a regional, apply a regional lens to um, to a project area um, with several communities, um, and find a collaboration approach that can really benefit the whole is not something you do every day, and it's something that can have real benefit for the region. And so, from my perspective, it's super exciting. And I'm excited to apply all my experience working with governments and the private sector to support uh, getting to the right plan that uh, that brings folks together. 
So Lisa, you're from the Toronto area and you have a lot of experience in planning. Can you tell us a little bit about what inspires you to do this work? Sure. Uh, I'm an environmental planner by background, you know, so hence the lens I come from with this is really about impact. I have a passion about um, projects all over the world, to be honest. Um, I've worked as a consultant probably for half of my career and on projects across the world, to be honest, in South America and through my work on Toronto Waterfront, a very much a global project and learning from others, working with others through the C40 means that I spend a lot of time looking at what works and what others are doing and what those leading approaches can be. So when you can get on the ground in in regions close to home or further away and try to support uh, projects move forward, it's just very exciting to me. And I think that's what inspires me is the opportunity to work on challenging projects um, that you can see a real difference on the ground. I'm very much about implementation. Um, about about seeing that happen, whether it's policy or or uh, or actual development, but it's it's how you work together and how you make things implementable. And every project comes with its challenges. And you know, we've got, um, of course, we've got a lot of challenges ahead of us as we start to bring this Winnipeg metro region together and build a regional growth management and servicing plan. I'm wondering, what are some of the biggest challenges you see with this type of work and bringing these yeah. types of groups together? You know, you see a lot of similarities with policy projects um, or even large the revitalization projects like in Toronto, where um, you have different stakeholders and uh, people hold on to certain perspectives very closely. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty around a change process. And, um, and I guess for me, that's the sort of thing I embrace is, um, no, we can make a change process that has benefit for all. Um, but it's about working together with stakeholders and finding out what those right uh, pieces are and helping sort of educate and, and learn and learn from, from folks and help folks learn so that we can get a plan that, uh, that benefits everyone. And I think that's, that's a real important part of, of every process, and I see that often. I'm really excited because we got the chance to meet in the Netherlands where we were on a, on a mission to look at the different projects yeah. that, you know, built resiliency and, you know, adaptation into communities. And um, I look at where we are and, you know, where you're working now, and you're working in the Red River Delta, basically. Yeah. You're working in an area that we have challenges around flooding, um, challenges around holding water back, and we really have to think about um, the changes to our climate as we move forward with this plan. And so I'm just wondering, like, is there some similarities, you think, on, on your experience working in the Don River, but also from what we brought back from the Netherlands that we might apply to this project? Absolutely. I, I mean, the um, the learnings you get from the Netherlands and, and other places as well around how to do resiliency, how to think about policy and in a changing climate is is very important. And that's what I referred to earlier in the context of learning from these other places and applying what makes sense, um, but in a real made made at home sort of approach, there's there's a lot of benefit. And when we do city building nowadays, um, city region building, um, deal with growth issues basically, uh, we have to factor in climate change and what that might mean and how to have policy that can be regulatory but also flexible and meet the needs of that changing environment. I'm really excited because the province has put out a really wonderful uh, climate and green plan 
which I've been involved in. And I'm really excited about us figuring out how we make sure that we, when we look at this, we're adopting and we're implementing some of the aspirations that are in that plan. Absolutely. I think that'll be critical. So Lisa, we had an opportunity today to meet with some of the leaders that are going to be part of building the Regional Growth Management and Servicing Plan. And we heard a lot of excitement and we heard a little bit of, you know, uh, cautious optimism. I'm wondering, do you have a couple of words of advice you might give to those who are feeling a little bit apprehensive or nervous about moving into this whole new regional conversation? I think what I would say is that... um, this is an open process. We're intending it to be very um, communicative and sharing and collaborative. And, um, you know, as planners, we need to listen uh, to concerns. And the whole focus is on making sure people can articulate what their concerns could be, that we listen clearly, and we try to find solutions that work for everyone. It's a win-win scenario that you're looking to do, and that's how I am always looking at this sort of thing. That's what I think makes it exciting, is to involve and engage people and making sure you've got everybody at the table so that you can hear from them. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. It's been a wonderful conversation, and I look forward to working with you as we move forward and uh, pick up the challenges of building this type of a plan that will set us forward and ensure that we're driving competitiveness in the Winnipeg metropolitan region. And all of our guests on the show here, we've been asking a question, and the question is, is if you could talk to one person, who would that person be? You know, I can't answer that question. I don't know who the one person would be. I've been so fortunate in my career to meet fabulous leaders relative to the work that I do. I think about Hank Ovink, the special envoy for water from the Netherlands. Um, I met the king from the Netherlands on one occasion and shook his hand, which which was pretty fabulous. Um, I drive my experience around finding leaders that can influence us um, at every level, and I will continue to do that for my whole career. I don't know who the one person would be. I'm sorry. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. It's been a wonderful conversation. And thank you all for joining us today on Creative Resolutions in Action. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to check out Episode 9, where we talk with Paul Thomas. Paul is a scholar, teacher, researcher, and mentor in the field of public administration, and for over 40 years has championed collaborative action. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast, like, and tell me what you think of these conversations in the reviews, and who else you might like to hear from. Be sure to watch for Episode 11 next time, where we talk with Martin McGarry, President and CEO of Cushman Wakefield Stevenson, a full-service commercial real estate company in the Winnipeg metropolitan region. Creative Resolutions in Action, Manitobans Building Strong Communities.